Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What's going on, everybody? This is Zero Gravity, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Blurdy Massacre podcast. And we getting a little flippy floppy heading over to the Upside Down today. But before we get into the meat of our podcast, let's intro our hosts. Greetings, everyone. It is the Brother Ghoulish. And my book, I know I said it was going to come out on the first week, but the way my bank account set up with the savings... Um, <laughs> But there's something wrong in Warrington County is officially on Amazon um, for Kindle and in paperback. So if you want some queer horror stories, definitely check that out. Yay. I am Sheree the Slayer. I have my digital copy and I'm waiting on my physical copy. <laughs> um, I also have not slept as usual, but I also have two other podcasts. Um, I am one half of Fear Street, one 99 million of altar tapes, <laughs> and I also write for Dread Central. Um, I'm back from Utah. The two percent beer was refreshing, so I'm hydrated, and I'm back in heck in London. <laughs> she said the two percent beer was refreshing. I'm so glad you're hydrated. Right? Like my kidney was was like, ooh, this is water. Uh-uh. <laughs> so water feels like, ooh, it's been a while. My oh my god. Oh, and my name is Zero Gravity, and I am so glad that October is finally over. Please take that in the nicest way possible, but your girl has been busy, booked and busy. Now it's time to catch up on my movies. Anyway, along for the ride with me on socials at IDK Gravity, you could be up on what I'm watching. Anyway, y'all, what's popping? What's really going down in the hard community right now? What's going on? First things first, um, my imaginary father, Brian Fuller, is giving us Friday the 13th, the prequel series, and it's with A24. Um, I'm a new person. I won't take any questions. Uh, this is my season. This is my time. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm already calling it Fuller Friday. I hope they drop us episodes <gasps> on Fridays. Um, oh, Fuller Friday. I found out between screenings at that festival last week, and I I was the loudest person in this black ass room. <laughs> like the lights were out, and people were like my movie's next. I'm like fuck your movie, my imaginary daddy doing shit, and they're like, who is this? Why is she this way? <laughs> and I was like, you welcome. 
<laughs> this is better than good because Fuller has showed us that obviously through the Hannibal series that he's very comfortable doing something like this. Yep. And Friday the 13th, that's a that's a tricky one. You actually have to be like a serious horror fan. And with everything he's touched, I trust and I need. Please, now. Listen, his resume and... says, give me the things. And people out here act like they don't know him. And I'm like, ahem. <clears throat> hmm. Daisies, dead like me. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Wonder Falls. All these Star Treks y'all watching, and I need mm-hmm. to watch because he do them, and so I'm gonna watch them. Oh, um, what else you want from him? What else you want? What now? What now? Not oh. you only watching those Star Treks, and then just back to regular schedule programming. I will because <laughs> no, him and Akila Cooper are there, so I'm gonna do it. I just haven't made time yet because it's space. Um, but I'm gonna do it, obviously. But I I love this prequel series because I've always said Mrs. Voorhees is an interesting mm-hmm. character because she left the killing kids real fast. So we know she's done that before. And I want to know mm-hmm. when and where. Uh, when also, and where? Right. Also, we need more Lady Rage period in the genre. Um, mm-hmm. I I have to admit Friday 2 hits. It's, it's probably the best of the franchise. But I also am still salty that Mrs. Voorhees cannot continue her reign of terror because we're going to just be resuscitating people to keep killing people. Why not let a mom do it? Yeah. I, I also, I didn't realize that because I didn't read the article yet, but I've, I obviously saw whisperings of people talking about this on the timeline. And I remember maybe a few months ago, they were saying that there was something in the works about a uh, Pamela Voorhees prequel series like I heard something about that a few months ago I'm happy that it's coming forward though because the way that I read it before it sounded like it could go either way like I didn't know if they right yeah there's been a lot of rumors because like all out was for that court case which you know more Mm. about than I do Ryan because you did like a deep dive on it um whatever the fallout is like there's a bunch of projects popping up and so I think that parts of things are allowed and parts aren't because Mm. like Sean Cunningham is thinking about doing something um, and a couple of other people are also alluding things in their Instagrams. And so I think those are going to be like movies with Jason. And I think that the prequel with Mrs. Voorhees is probably something else. Like maybe that was the split. Mm. You could have it's Jason. New line Mrs. Cinema, right? hmm? it's, new, it's New Line. Yeah. Like New mm-hmm. Line and Sean Cunningham, who was the original creator of the first one. Um, we're talking about doing stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And I forgot who else. So many, I wrote an article on it a couple weeks ago, but a couple weeks ago was like 9,000 years in pandemic With us, years. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing an hour ago. What? Right? <laughs> Probably just walking in the rooms forgetting what I was doing, like a sim. <laughs> I feel pretty good about a Miss Voorhees spotlight, especially because like old ladies kicking ass is like in right now. Right? It's really in right now. Right. So, you know, going with the tides. And my other thing is when people are trying to get like nasty in the Twitters, I'm just like, didn't you just watch a full Bates Motel series? Oh, yeah. And it fell off at a certain point, unfortunately. It was strong until that point, though. Right. It I, was. Yeah. I tried to get back in it and I couldn't. Um, So I'm just going to read the cliff notes and be like, Did it end? like officially. Um, I, th- I think so. I th- yeah. Yeah. I think it was four or five seasons max. I should have probably looked into that before I brought her name up in this. But I'm like, here I am. Look. <laughs> I mean, it. The only reason I might continue is because we know Rihanna shows up at a certain point. So, can we talk about Miss Riri and how she hurt all of our hearts this week? She did. Who did she employ? Because I read it under Johnny a certain. Cer- Johnny. That's who it was. Because I could not find it again. I did want to talk to y'all about that. How did this happen? I really trusted Rihanna. 
I'm I'm mad because like she gave us a new song for um, Black Panther two, and I was like, yeah, we getting her back, and she's like, ha ha, shenanigans, and I'm like, <laughs> has she finally reached that point? Because you know how some celebrities they get so rich that they, that they get past being one of us, and they just yeah. on like a capitalist agenda type shit, mm-hmm. <laughs> like That's- no shade. Listen, because like literally, I I I remember the Chris Brown situation. I just kept going back, and we was like, "Yeah, I love yourself and do better." And yeah. so you think that she would be like, "I too <laughs> um, was in a shitty relationship with the man who was famous, exactly. and I know what it's like." As opposed to let's employ gross Johnny Depp. The thing is, this is what I'm hoping happens because I still trust her, even though this is a heartbreak unlike any other. Maybe this is what it takes for her to check into what everyone was talking about with that court case and then make the right decision. Because I can't remember specifically who it was, but there was someone semi-problematic that she was working with like maybe about six or seven months ago. And when it came out that that particular person had very negative views about how women deserve to be treated in relationships, um, she, she you know, it caused like a big upset and she ended up firing the person from Fenty. But I can't remember oh, who the person was. It was it was Dry and Michelle. Yeah, there we go. Thank you. Yeah, and, she was making jokes about abuse, and she was like, yeah. "Uh, uh-uh, snip." So and, maybe she'll make the right. That's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm manifesting because I, I want so many things for Rihanna. Y'all have no idea. I love her music, and I'm tired of people whose music I love hurting me. Nikki. Yeah. <laughs> you tricked me into that finger point. <laughs> <laughs> you led me right to the edge. <laughs> I was listen, like, listen, I was mid itty bitty piggy, and then she was like, "My cousin's balls and COVID ain't real." I'm like, "No." <laughs> oh my god, that's just okay. Well, Rihanna like hurt us because I truly believe that she is a very intelligent businesswoman and a real person. Nikki just be saying anything. So, like, at least I can just take away the seriousness from that because, like, girl, you're ridiculous. <laughs> I, look, I was trying to look the other way, and then I found out who she was trying to get engaged to or married to, and I was like, oh, so that was a throw light off of what y'all going to court for. Um, mm-hmm. Me and Nikki ain't talking no more, and I'm mad about it. Because, again, I was mid-itty-bitty picky when it all blew up, and I was like, had I known that was the last time, I would have I would have shaken a little bit harder. Um, but here we are. <laughs> that is so fucking tragic. She was mid itty bitty thing. It's a bad time to tell y'all that I totally have a Barb Stan account somewhere. What's oh. <laughs> <laughs> <No. laughs> Ghoulish, a uh, ghoulish Siraj or something like that. <laughs> oh my god. We was all on the plane with Dwayne, and then the text started <laughs> coming through, and I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what it is that's changed about Rihanna because the instance with Jaya Michelle was so fast. I don't know if it was like on Twitter, it was on a podcast, but she made some podcast. joke and it was like, you know, one week, two weeks later, like gone. Had to take the, you know, handles out of her bio and everything. And this is like a much bigger deal because, mm-hmm. you know, Jokes are hurtful and, you know, are inappropriate at times. But, like, this man is an abuser, just, like, straight up, you know? So what? You know what the face of that is, though? And I know y'all peep this, too. When the case between um, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp reached a certain point, 
um, where it was showing some of her piece of things. People took that as, oh, Johnny Depp is a victim, blah, blah, blah. And they never came back from that. So I think some people got stuck because if you actually look at what was said through the entire case, it he did abuse her. Like that was never in question. This was just new evidence that had been um, had been produced. And on top of that, him coming out and being able to still have his career and everything is just proof of how terrible society is to women because she was abused. It doesn't it doesn't mean that she did something um, right in hitting him or whatever the case may be. But it goes both ways. He did abuse her. That's my thing. These were two toxic people that got into a relationship and were acting like he's a victim because, like, we like Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. Uh, and I just don't have time for that. Like, if you want to be mad at one of them, be mad at both of them. Try that. Um, if you want to employ one of them, employ both of them. But instead, you have these incels out here calling for her to be removed from a shitty DC franchise watching. Um, and ask him to be given, like, back the realms of, like, some shit on Disney. Like, he don't need to be in Pirates of the Caribbean when he beats women. I'm sorry. Um, I don't know how y'all raising y'all's kids. <laughs> but let me tell you what I don't want. It's from looking up to people who hit women in the fucking face um, and then get away with it in court. Oh, my God. I, the world is scary enough. The world is scary enough that you raise your kids with that kind of fucking situation. Um, yeah. And when you bring it up, people are like, but Johnny. And I'm like, no, no, no. I, too, was a child of the 90s. I, too, had a crush on Johnny Depp. I, too, yeah. watched all those Tim Burton movies, which was his whole career. Um, but, like, it's it's done. It's over. He is who he is. He did what he did. And consequences exist. Um, I know he's rich. I know that we want to remember him when he used to be hot and he used to try to act. But those days are gone. Yeah. Especially the hot part. Not yeah, to just like yeah. throw salt in the wounds or anything, but he looks very disheveled these days. Yeah, he, he looks really like gonna a put him on a fancy show. <laughs> really gonna put that man on a fancy show? He I know we can like... find a more handsome, problematic man than that. I got a list. <laughs> As do I, because he looks like a character in a murder mystery from like the fifties. Like I'm expecting Vincent Price walk out behind him in a mustache to be like, "Well, now where's my wife?" And. <laughs> And they're like, no, he's still a star. I'm like, to whom? In his home? Like to his mother? I don't I don't know this man. Like, who are you standing? But then also, like, I mean, we're saying it without saying it. We see Rihanna as an advocate for women and what women have gone through. And like even her success and stuff is like a trailblazing because of the things that she's personally gone through. Like she has a responsibility. Like, I hate to say that because I usually don't feel that way i feel like when you're an adult you live your life and then the parts that resonate with people resonate and the parts that don't don't but i think she takes a lot of pride in that from what i've seen so i just need her to align with what's right we love you rihanna like please don't do this she's one of the few billionaires we've not threatened to eat and i'm i'm reevaluating that now because of this stance and we were all like, at least it's a black woman who's a billionaire finally, even though she shouldn't be a billionaire. And she's like, now that I'm a billionaire, let me do all the billionaire things. Johnny, come on over. And I'm like, no, that's not. <laughs> no. Why is that on the agenda of billionaires? <laughs> like, right? Why is that a bullet point? <laughs> Listen, bullet point one, if I take up to all your shit. <laughs> like, is it worth it? <laughs> is it worth it? Let me be a 99 millionaire. <laughs> let me just like step down. <laughs> like an uninvite Johnny. Oh. <laughs> But yeah, um, that's the reread tea. <laughs> and things that don't make me sad and depressed. Aubrey Plaza is joining the Agatha WandaVision spinoff. Yay! Yay! 
what a fucking queen. I love her. She is so seen, great. I haven't seen WandaVision. Ryan, it is the best thing Marvel has given us in this decade. Every time y'all bring it up on the pod, if y'all notice, I just smile because like I, I didn't want to clock. What is your problem? Honestly? I know. <laughs> what, what the fuck is your problem? WandaVision <laughs> really? is the reason I stopped watching all the other shows because I'm like, they're not going to be as good. I can't go back to watching dudes punch each other after WandaVision. You, you gave me experience. Facts. I'm already tired of dudes punching each other. I mean, I am a love is blind kind of girl. Y'all know this. Um, So once that goes off, maybe I will watch WandaVision. I'm going to pull up and be like, Ryan, are you watching yet? Eyeballs, eyeballs, eyeballs. (laughs) And he's going to be like, bitch, you in London. (laughs) It's your London business. (laughs) It's got to be like eight episodes. I know Mill watched it. He watched it in front of me. In front of you? Well, I had my headphones. He wasn't spoiling it. He asked if it's okay. But I, at the point, I didn't. I was like, I don't care. I'm not watching this. But now, everyone's like, it's a moment. You better. It is, it is the one Marvel show I have no notes for. Wow. Yeah. Hold up. I, I do I, need to see I'm this. with you, too. Yeah. Loki was close, but WandaVision takes the cake. And then also, actually, I have WandaVision and... um werewolf by night even though that wasn't a show it was just like a one-off special no it. notes for either of them hmm. i need to watch werewolf by night because like oh. after wandavision i tried to get into mm. other shows but i couldn't like even loki i'm like it's too soon after wanda i should put this out mm. before wanda because like before in the olden days we're like the loki show is coming the loki show is coming and i watched wanda get ready for the loki show and i was like mm. we can't go backwards we gotta go yeah. forward look <laughs> you you played yourself disney you played yourself <laughs> They were banking on um, Jonathan Mandrews bringing us all in because he was in it a little bit. Oh, he can get in a lot of things a little bit. Um, he's yeah. on my list. <laughs> I didn't know he was in that. Yeah, yes. it was like his uh, his intro was in the Loki show. Oh, mm-hmm. very very brief. Uh, oh wait, okay, don't say. Mm, okay, a little thanks. goes a long way with Mr. Majors. Let me tell you, <laughs> it also goes away with um Thine Ghoulish. Uh, <laughs> I need to go ahead and check that out. Um, you know. The Disney spikes for a fucking Loki today is gonna be wild. <laughs> 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 they should pay you for this PR. <laughs> oh my god, that's great. Do we know when that's coming out? By the way. I think they are still filming, so I'm expecting late 2023, early 2024. Mm, that's okay. I'll wait for that one. Listen, I'm willing to wait for it. Because oh. <laughs> uh, it's, again, I, if it's half as good as Wanda, it's going to be the moment. True. Mm, that's exciting. Is it, though? Would you even know? Did you even I watch mean, it? I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. And plus, you know, the memes made it seem like at a certain point I should have got on sooner. Like, they yeah. had I don't know the robot that she's with, but um, Vision. they had him dress up like Drake. Oh, wait, oh, his name is Vision. Yeah. yeah. Also, Wanda. Vi- okay. Yeah. See, <laughs> they're putting pieces together now. Yeah. You might have to watch a couple of the Avenger movies too. Um, this might be a little bit longer. <laughs> See, this is why I didn't watch it because I didn't. That's all I'm no, saying. Can I sit down no. and just understand what's need, going on? All you need is a YouTube recap. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Maybe the maybe a ten minute. 15 minute recap video on YouTube and you're set. Right. That's it. Okay. Well, no. um, but yes, his name was Vision. And then when they like put him in like the chain with the waves and everything, they called him Vishon. <laughs> oh no. He was looking good in those memes though. <laughs> no. I won't lie. 
No, like Paul Bettany, he he's another he's British fine. man. Listen, oh, yeah. fine. Yeah, I didn't think I had a type, but I'm like, there's a lot of British men on the scorecard. Um, maybe I do got a type, and maybe I'm not coming back from this trip. Who knows? We'll find out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's crazy though, but it's the vision makeup for me. Like, I think he's even hotter in the vision makeup. That makes sense. I mean, they all look hot in those costumes when you add in padding and muscles. But, like, Mm. even outside of it, I'm like, he's he's not mad. He's like a little Mm -hmm. tall British man who's just like, I don't know what to say. So I'm going to say less. And I'm like, ooh, hi. (laughs) (laughs) Come live with me in my harem. Right? Like, we can make room for one more. Scoot over, Steven. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, let's switch franchises. Thank God. Lupita is about to save the reputation of a Quiet Place franchise. Doing the Lord's work. Doing the Lord's work because he knew how much we needed this win. After a Quiet Place, the the sequel, we were not happy. I don't remember which episode we talked about it on. Mm-hmm. But I'm few, sure we I, went I feel like for... I think it's come up a couple yeah. times. Yeah. yeah. It removed John Krasinski from my husband's. Um, I was that mad about that sequel. I was like, that's too that's, that's too many biases on the screen, John. You gotta go outside. You gotta go outside, John. <laughs> you and your biases ain't welcome here. <laughs> um, yeah, I was mad. I didn't follow him on Twitter. Like he never noticed I was following him to begin with. <laughs> wow. like... Just followed him so you could unfollow him to say that you unfollowed him. <laughs> right? I was like, you didn't know, what did you did what to Devin Hunsu? Click, 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 click. <laughs> Ooh, I don't think so. All right, so now Lupita's going to be headlining A Quiet Place Day One, which I think is going to just cover the very first day of the apocalypse of the, um, what are they called? Like Star or something? Oh, I never knew what their names were. Angel, hold up. Angel. Uh, we told angel leaders, maybe while while we're holding, I want to go on record as saying that one of my husbands, <clears throat> who's also involved in this episode because Stranger Things, Joseph Quinn, <laughs> mentioned that he respects that director, would like to work with that director. And so, people are like, Does that mean this Quiet Place prequel or a different project? Because he cited Pig as the movie he liked um, from him. He's like, I have a lot of respect for him, and he's being very British about this interview. And I'm like, if you signed a contract for another horror movie and you have not told me, Mr. Quinn, so help me. <laughs> um, okay, they're called Death Angels, by the That's way. A cool yeah. name. Um, I don't know where they. I don't think they actually say it at all in the movies, but for some reason, it's on the fandom wiki. Um, so there you go. They're called Death Angels. But anyway. Uh, day one, we'll be covering the very first day of the Death Angels coming to Earth, which I thought was kind of weird because I feel like we already saw that like twice. No, they keep going backwards. They can have mm. John on screen. And I'm just like, I get it. This is his franchise. But also, can we move forward? <laughs> okay, stay, stay with me for a second, though. I think it's brilliant, though, on the low, because. Prey happened, which was like a prequel situation. It was kind of cute, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They did that with Orphan First Kill. And mm-hmm. I think what was like, when it's done right, what's really cool about it is you think that you've seen all you can see. But if they handle it right, they kind of shock you a little bit. Um, because when I hear a prequel, if they give us exactly what I'm thinking about, it's a miss, unfortunately. Like, if it's just figuring out where the monsters came from, I don't care about that. Mm-hmm. That To me, that's a miss. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Okay, you have a point. You have a very good point. 
Mm. I'm going to, I mean, I have no choice but to turn up in the theater for Lupita, but yeah. I also do like this franchise and I'm just waiting for redemption after we were very disappointed with the sequel. But I'm also reading here in this article um, that this movie is supposed to kind of set up a universe, a type universe, oh. which um, I'm feeling a little... <laughs> mm, goes my, neck. my neck is like going i don't i everything's got to be a fucking universe these days see this is the millennial in me that i just turned <laughs> from millennial to boomer everything's got to be millennial these days. see everything's got to be a, a fucking universe and that's why y'all need to stay off that damn phone everything is a universe. wait where does that piece come in <laughs> i don't you know you can't get off that universe like <laughs> i I we don't need a universe. I I miss when movies could just be a single movie. Like I love Malignant, but if there was like three other Malignants, it wouldn't be as special. What? Yeah. <laughs> but then like, they also wouldn't movie. get the money. You know, it's fan abuse. Oftentimes, no shade. They're gonna find right? some way to push it. No, absolutely. Listen, I was gonna tap out of a quiet place because the second one really pissed me off. Like I don't remember if y'all remember how I took the Twitter and politely dragged it without saying what it was. But everybody <laughs> was like, "Oh, I saw that too." Oh, <laughs> I was gonna tap out, but Lupita's there, so I'm gonna show up. But like, if they Alfie wooded her like Annabelle did, um, I'm gonna I'm have more thoughts, and I'm gonna refollow and unfollow Mr. Krasinski. What? <laughs> yeah, if they do Lupita like that, I'm not she because she is one of my favorite scream queens right now, and I know that she hasn't been in a lot, but for her body of work, I'm impressed. And so this is a good move if they do it correctly. Listen, I don't think they have the runway to to do that. They don't have the runway to disappoint Lupita. They cannot set her up for failure. Are you kidding? You'd be mm. crucified by the fans. Talk about fan abuse. This would flip the other way. But what if, like, unfortunately, she does what... Um, and this isn't unfortunately because of the act of it, but unfortunately for what, what it would become. What if when she gets the script, you know, she's like, I'm such a huge horror fan. Y'all know Jada Pickett did this with Scream too. She's like, I want to die like like crazy early and like the most violent way as possible. And for her, she's happy. And then we're watching it like, hold up. I would be the theme of her watching Will Smith at the Oscars. I would just be like, <laughs> I would leave the theater. Oh just getting God. killed like that woman on Final Destination for like 25 minutes or some shit. Right? I was like, how many knives? When, why do the Death Angels have knives now? What is happening? <laughs> She didn't even make no noise. Right? Her character didn't even speak. She didn't even get any lines. She blinked and they were on her and it was awful. <laughs> I'd have to turn that off because then it stops being like hard. It turns into torture porn at that point. Right? Like it's a little too Eli Roth for me. I'm gonna need us to like not. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. I only speak in strays. Oh. <laughs> the violets. <laughs> okay, well, damn, we're very franchise heavy today. That's great. So we got a little teaser, which um, I, for the record, I don't believe this at all. But we have to talk about it because Twitter kind of exploded for a hot minute over this one. 28 months later, question mark? Yep, yep, yep. Um, I found that article, I wrote that article, and I I am living, I don't know if we'll actually get that movie, but the script is written. Alice Garland wrote the script, Danny Boyle was like, I'm tempted, and like, I think we could get an audience if people let us do it. And even Cillian Murphy is like, I'm 20 years older, but my kid's like the original, so I mean, we could probably figure it out. 
And I'm like, those are your three pieces. Those are your three pieces. Figure it out. Do it. <laughs> I was about to make a Yu-Gi-Oh reference, but that's like, oh, well, it would have land, landed with me. I'm about to say the Exodia. How many pieces is that? It's five. Five, five piece. Mm, okay. Well, it's the three piece Exodia. <laughs> Zero. This is actually um the second time on Blurdy Massacre that you've made a. Uh, uh, Exodia reference and did not get the numbers right and I've said something about it and I'm starting to feel like because you know I am basically Mokuba that you're doing this just to just to upset me so <laughs> I believe it might be time for a duel <laughs> I, I do I do agree. I actually do have decks so you, you oh, yes. I have whole last Yu-Gi-Oh decks this is not a game okay? right, so see me outside I have all day with a dual disc going outside your outside your place. Oh, shit. Come and duel me, Zero. <laughs> I'm so I'm, not ready. I would just be there filming it. I'd be like, I love this capeography. Y'all are doing great. Y'all are doing great. Look. <laughs> I'd be so blood hungry. I'd have a deck for both of y'all. <laughs> we'll do a three-way duel on top of these motorcycles. You know, oh, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wow. Uh, uh, horror. Yes. Oh, Godzilla. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I just one more thing about 28 months later. I, I it's the sequel we've earned. Um, because like the other sequel happened and it was fine. I'm not trying to I'm like not fat. It was what it was. It just I went at closure with our original people. Um, mm -hmm. specifically Selena. Where is Selena? That's my only missing piece. Because I'm just like, will she come back? If she comes back, done. Open my wallet. Um, and so mm. it would be nice to see how they end. Cause like when we leave them, they're like, they found their little house and they're trying to get the people to notice them up in the sky. Yeah. And I'm like, but does it succeed? Also, do you ever figure out what the fuck actually happened? Because <laughs> like, um, we know like supposedly like their version of PETA unleashed a monkey with the rage virus, but like also like we can do other things with this. Um, I think that it's the only sequel I want. I know I've pissed on a lot of franchises today. It's the only one I want. And we can end it with that last movie. That's an old school phone. <laughs> it's like time travel. <laughs> if I see a rotary, you earn so many points. I may not duel you after all. <laughs> right? Zero, <laughs> <laughs> so like an old school phone and be like, hello? <laughs> Right, I don't know where she's wearing like a completely different outfit. Like it's like one of those like retro like, like negligent. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Was that your phone? First of all, that'd be awesome. Right, we need more costume changes on this show. I've always said so. What? <laughs> don't tempt me with a good time. <laughs> Come back with a different jacket every section. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. What are we talking about? Oh, okay. This new can... Godzilla. Um, because apparently they ain't done with him. What do you mean apparently? <laughs> what do you mean by that though? I mean, I gotta agree. Yeah. What? No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. I'm, I'm sorry. Being I'm being attacked right now. This is a live attack. <laughs> <laughs> the bitch was too stunned to speak. What do you mean? I'm wow. Just, it's a lot of movies. Um, it's a lot of movies. Okay, well, you can separate some. So which 30? Can... <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, but there's like different Godzilla movies that definitely have hierarchy over others. Okay. The Toho Godzilla movies are the chef's kiss. Okay. We got the American ones that are great for there they go with that universe thing again. 
and they're great because they got the big bucks for the crazy CGI and stuff, which cool, awesome monster fights. But the Toho Godzilla, hear me the fuck out. Did y'all even see Shin Godzilla? Be yeah. honest with me. Okay, no. so I want to hear it. The last oh. one I watched had Matthew Broderick in it, and I was a child. That was the last one I watched. And I was like, I'm tapping out of Godzilla's. I'll You're watching the wrong Godzilla's. I, tr I tried the little King Kong versus Godzilla, I think it was called. Um, But that I, Mac you did took not me out. Wrong. You did uh, not. Wait, what? You said the little King Kong versus... <laughs> oh, I did. Okay, I didn't mean to throw that in there. That was that was really I, that was all, that was intentional. Stand by it, Ryan. Stand by it. I, I made it like, ten minutes into that movie because I was like, "There's a scars guard among them," and I was like, "It ain't worth it. I'll catch him on something else." What? It was that was some heavy lifting. It really was. And then the parts that everybody was so ecstatic about, I felt soulless because I was like, "Is this a is this a Mech Godzilla from back in the day?" But they're revamping it in new age. Like I you just say it to his face. <laughs> You did no. not. You did not grab grab your live action. You got props. That, your action figure. Yes, I grabbed my Shin Godzilla action figure from the shelf because I oh. need. I need you. I need you. Okay, I need you to be straight up with him. That's a long tail. It is. Listen, that's the it's, real movie. Um, right. I... Where's that cut? This is the best Godzilla, in my opinion. The Shin Godzilla from 2016 from Toho. That's the one. And this is going to be made by the same production company as Shin Godzilla is going to be to his fucking roots. And it's going to be fucking awesome. Okay. And we haven't gotten another one since Shin Godzilla 2016. So like, let me have this. Okay. Let me have this, please. I'm happy for you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see the Girl That's Scary recap episode on all of these uh, movies. Um, they'll breeze through them in like an hour. Cause like I, I did try that one with King Kong, where I was like, "This is a three-hour versus battle," and I just I ain't got it in me. Three-hour versus. <laughs> it was though. It was. Oh I'm like, and my dad met up and fought it out in the parking lot. We didn't bring other people into it for three hours. Like we just. I was waiting to see Jacques. That's all I needed. Uh, the movie would have been complete. Is that Ray J. Brandy's little brother? What? Right. <laughs> right. Oh That's his God. full name. Ray J. Brady's little brother in Norwood. <laughs> I don't even think he would deny it, though, because like the way he go up for Brandy, it is kind of cute, even though he is so about mess everywhere else. He's so messy. He's so messy. And he don't have to be that way. I think Almost Doesn't Count was about him, but I never asked her. <laughs> Didn't someone... Never mind, it was him. I was about to say, so didn't someone leak his text messages between him and Kim Kardashian? I was like, I forgot he did it. He did it on a live. <laughs> People keep talking to him. If you talk to him or sleep with him, he's going to leak it. I need y'all hmm. to know that. Like, he's going to leak it. You can think of no camera there, but there is. That shit is going right to Tumblr after y'all done. Listen, I'm just like, how you find a MySpace, Ray J. Brady's little brother? And he's like, if you keep it open, you ain't never got to reopen it, bitch. What? <laughs> Did y'all see that Tumblr is going to start allowing nudity on there again? After all that noise they made about it uh, X amount of years ago? I know they stopped. <laughs> yeah, like they stopped. I thought like Tumblr was only nudity and then they said, no, enough. <laughs> so that they, was a big deal. That was yeah. a big deal because there's like a very large chunk of the porn porno community lives on Tumblr. Like what? indie porno. Yeah. It was so confusing because, like, a few years ago, Tumblr was one side people posted about cats, another side people posted about porn. And when those two friends met up, they're like, Oh, are you on Tumblr? It's like, Yeah. And they did not be like, What kind of Tumblr? And so they'd be like, This is not a cat. 
I was about to say something, but you know what? I'm. I, I think we were about to say something similar. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> I thought it. I was okay. like, ooh. Look. Uh, Wait a minute. Elon Musk bought Twitter, and then Tumblr was like, oh, now's our chance. We had to win them back. I'm waiting for live journal to enter the chat. <laughs> to be like, you forgot about me. <laughs> forgot about me? I'm back. Right. I will say, though, what's interesting about this whole situation is that Elon Musk is tweeting through the entire thing, like, very transparently. And I don't think we've ever seen that before. Um, I, well, maybe I'll, we've seen it a little bit with Donald Trump, but there's also a lot of teamwork going behind that. But I truly do believe that Elon Musk's Twitter account is just him being emotional. That's that's the thing. That's the thing. These white men who are villains have a lot of emotions, and instead of them getting therapy, they ruin everybody else's lives. Um, that's that's the sentence. He'd rather ruin America than go to therapy. <laughs> that is a that is a word. Listen, and that's why you got to get on your friends who are white men over the age of forty. They'd be like, "Who are you today? What are you doing? Give me your phone." Look. <laughs> He said, who are you today? All right. <laughs> this is a bad day, so I'm taking your phone away, and we'll check in tomorrow. It's for your own good. <laughs> oh, my God. No way. What is our topic today? <laughs> our topic today is Stranger Things, Dim. Uh, we're going to go down the Stranger Things rabbit hole and talk about these four seasons and all of the calamity and the commotion and the emotions and like the trauma and the trials and the upside down. And it's going to be done in an efficient manner because like we're all sober today because it's a Saturday morning. <laughs> we're all sick. <laughs> Wait, you're right. We all are sober. That just hit it's me. Sad. Wow. Wow. No. I, look at us. I don't like it. It's a different vibe. <laughs> Who are you today? Listen, take my phone. <laughs> She's too sober. Somebody, please. People like the teens ain't hitting the way they normally do. Is she drinking water? What did Utah do to her? What? <laughs> Is that 2% beer? 2% beer. Still working through me because <laughs> hydrated. <laughs> Uh-uh. Well, y'all know we got to do that layover for the real talk. Um, we're going to try to get uh, into the topic as quickly as possible. I promise I won't bring up Yu-Gi-Oh through this. Um, <laughs> I can't promise I won't bring up Lil Nas X. <laughs> so, Stranger Things for content warning is the first bullet point here. So, who wanted to do that piece before we get into Upside Down okay. Productions, Cheo? So... Stranger Things 4, the most recent season to come out, was a banger, okay? Yeah. I think everybody can agree it's either number one, number two uh, in terms of ranking for a lot of people. But, oh, I should also just say there's going to be a shit ton of spoilers from mm-hmm. here on out. So just, like, mind yourself, I guess, watch your ass. Um, so in the beginning of Stranger Things... We got a content warning from Netflix. Um, I'm not going to go back into Netflix and read what it said, but it was a content warning, you know? And when this season came out, we are right on the heels of yet another school shooting. Yeah. Um, this one was particularly bad. I mean, they're all bad, but this one took a lot of lives, um, a lot mm-hmm. of young kids' lives um, in Texas. And then, you know, Stranger Things 4 comes out, 
and we have these wildly similar images of dead children scattered along the floor, uh, setting up the scenario in Stranger Things 4 um, that tells the, the viewers about Eleven's trauma when she was in whatever kind of psychotherapy for, um, what do you call that, telekinetic kids, mm -hmm. um, whatever program, fucked up program she was in. Something happened, which we then learned to be number one's doing, not actually Eleven, but it doesn't matter. The show basically opens with a bunch of dead children scattered along the floor and there's a lot mm -hmm. of blood, which is what? Really, really similar to the effects of a school shooting. Um, it was so crazy to me how that happened. Um, and not even just that. I also think, um, was it Boba Fett? It was one. It was another Star Wars show. Um, I'm not. I'm not up on my Star Wars stuff. Not my fandom. But um, I was having this conversation at work with my coworkers who are also nerds, um, and we were talking about how strange it was that, you know, we had just gone through this traumatic event nationally, and we kind of see a small. I don't want to say repeat, but imagery that is just going to remind us of our trauma as a country. And it also happened in the Star Wars show at the very same time. Um, it was like a throwback. Um, there, But anyway, kids were slaughtered. Um, yeah. And these seasons were airing at the same time, right after this traumatic event, which is insane. And I, I mean, I know for a fact nobody could have known because, right, like these shows are airing now. So they probably filmed them like a year, maybe even two because of the pandemic two years ago. So nobody could have known. But just the like, what are the fucking odds? You know what I mean? Because we're in America, the odds are actually really good because this happens all the fucking time. Um, yeah. all, I can't keep track of the school shootings anymore. I always have to be like, which one? <laughs> and I, I hate that for us, but also we live under a bunch of 40 year old white men. And as we've clocked that, they would rather ruin the country than go to therapy. Yeah. Y'all have said it best. And it's just one of those things that I'm happy that they're starting to get smarter about putting these type of warnings, because when you don't put that at the top of the art, you're going to consume. Um, unfortunately, people, you never know what people have gone through, even if they're yeah. not talking about it. And you don't know how you can accidentally like trigger someone who's been in that situation. Um, so it's kind of sad that, you know, right, that's America. That oh, yeah, I did find a website. Let me go refine it real quick. Um, I, I, I'm always looking for a website like this, and I did not expect to find one. Um, but I like it because it breaks down the like sexual assault of each movie and every movie. Um, oh, and it, it gives it to you where it's like, this is what's happening. This is what you can expect. And if you want to go deeper, it has a section at the bottom where it gives you the spoilers and what exactly happened detail by detail. And I think that's really smart because a lot of the time, especially in the horror universe, unfortunately, people are like, we got to add some assault in here. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, but we don't. It's, it's fine if we don't. Nobody needs to be assaulted in a horror movie just for shits and giggles. If it's part of your thesis or it's part of a, something you're trying to like get at, that's one thing. But it's way too casual and it's way too often um, for me personally and most of my friends. Uh, this website is called Unconsenting Media at unconsentingmedia.org. Shout out to whoever made that website. 
It's just for movies, or they do TV shows and stuff. Like, what? They, what's everything they do? They do TV shows. I did put in Stranger Things. I want to see what they talk about Nancy um, in season one, and they they had it in there. And they also really? some, yeah, they also clocked some of the Vecna's phrasing because Vecna's all like lie still and let it happen or whatever. And they also put that in there. Um, oh. Yeah, this is dope. Yeah, that's that's the Lord's work right there. And it is also just, I mean, I don't want to say it's sad because art is sometimes a hard pill to swallow mm. um and you know there's a tasteful way to do everything and sometimes people really have a message to get across but that doesn't mean that your viewers or whoever's going to be consuming your art isn't deserving of a hey heads up you know because if you can share an experience to the point where you want to make a piece of art out of it, mm -hmm. you should probably think about people who have also been in that situation and give them a heads up too. Yeah. I mean, maybe it will help them consume the art better, or maybe it can just save them a headache and just, you know, go around. Yeah. Like it's, what pisses me off mostly is that it's usually coming from the stunt kings, the ones who want to be edgy and do something yeah. spicy instead of just writing a better script. Because mm -hmm. there's a way, there's a way to handle it. Like Michaela Cole literally just fucking gave us "I May Destroy You," which yeah. I think is possibly the most beautiful and traumatic show I've ever seen. It's one of the few shows I cannot binge because every episode is so fucking heavy after the first one. Um, and she breaks it down and people came for her because how dare a black woman talk about her assault in a way that is art and artistic and better than a lot of the shows that got nominated and won awards and it didn't. Um, so what about that award season? But I think that there's a way of doing it. But again, these stunt kings who don't see women as people are just like, let's throw this bitch down and get on it. And that way the other dudes can laugh. And it's, that's what sends me, and that's why I, I try to be graceful when I review things or I'm talking about things in podcasts, but after, like, the 20th assault for no fucking reason, I am not graceful. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm just like, well, it's his day-to-day. -day. Um, again, just make a fucking better script. Don't You don't have to be like, let's insert this, and that way, like, my other incels and I can do a call and response with my screening. For whomst? For the incels. Listen, this one's all my incels. Oh, and I'm like, no, no. <laughs> Imagine being at a fucking club, like at a concert. <laughs> Where my ancestors at? Like, yes. And they didn't have dog whistles. Like... <laughs> all the phones go up. They all tweeting live because they also don't want to go to therapy. Like... <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean now? <laughs> oh. Anyway, I did have a similar feeling because. Uh, after I watched that episode, and it was the first episode of Stranger Things that had those. Well, actually, it was um, they were like it was like a flashback, mm -hmm. so it kind of inserted itself into a handful of episodes, but it was prominent in that first episode, and I felt so strongly about. It. I was like ready, you know, like when the season dropped because it dropped all at once, and I was just ready to just like sit there and just consume it. Mm -hmm. But after that first episode, I was like, I need to take a break. Because I was not expecting to be reminded mm -hmm. of the horrors of America when I'm just trying to sit down and enjoy my escape from America. 
Listen, it reminded me of before we had to get rid of Mr. Whedon, Buffy had an episode called Earshot um, that was going to air. I think it was the day. Was it Columbine? I don't I don't know because all of them blend together again. There's so many school shootings. But that episode was pulled by the WB because um, they were like, no, it's too soon. It just happened today. And I remember Sarah Michelle Gellar and Seth Green going on somebody's talk show that night, maybe on CNN or something. And they were like, our, what our show is doing is different than what happened today. And that is a tragedy, yes. But also I think that pulling this, especially when we have fans who come to us for comfort <laughs> um, when shit is wild, is irresponsible of the WB. Because the Earshot episode was not a mass shooting. They thought it was going to be, but it wasn't. I'm going to ruin it for people who've not seen it because don't give Whedon money. Um, what happened is um, Jonathan, who is a character always in the background, kind of, um, is he's climbing the tower to like end it for himself, which is a suicide warning we need um, because he's tired of being picked on and he's tired of being knocked around and ignored. And so like while Buffy's hearing all these people's thoughts because of some demon situation that had happened, she picks up on somebody's bringing a gun to school and that's when her and the Scoobies like activate and trying to figure out who the fuck it is. Um, meanwhile, there's Jonathan up in the tower who's just like really sad and alone and in pain. Um, and of course, there's a cook who's going to poison a bunch of kids, which I mean, we've all been that cook a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bad joke because I didn't know how to end that. <laughs> uh, no, no, that was, that was good. That was good. <laughs> What's up with this upside down productions, Ryan? Listen, who the fact you knew it was me that wrote that on there. So th the reality is, with the ending of the most recent season, and we know that we're going to get season five as kind of the concluding chapter of all this. Um, the Duffer brothers have made it clear that they're going to keep going. Um, mm -hmm. One side of that is this upside down productions doing a Death Note remake that felt like the easiest one to kind of just get out the way because don't do it uh yep. i don't i'm not sure why um people keep doing this there was a recent remake i think it was like four years ago now but live action was, one the all white one was. yeah well they made l black but i'm not claiming him because uh well not the actor i don't know the actor probably lovely <laughs> probably lovely person but that role <laughs> no uh, Can you imagine putting on a podcast and be like, what you mean I'm not welcome? <laughs> right. Like, what the hell did I do? I don't even know you. <laughs> I would have been L, you know, if I got the bag. So I'm not hating on, you know, the fact that, you know, he did that. I just, no, no. And they're going to do the same thing with this because the thing is, when I think about the Duffer Brothers and what they created with Stranger Things, as much as I love it, it's just a different vibe from Death Note, which is a lot more, it's a lot darker um, the vibe is definitely like a noir almost, but mm. it's just in manga form um, slash anime, depending on what your introduction to it was. And it it understood the assignment in terms of brevity. Death Note was one of those series that didn't give into the urge to constantly put out material past the storylines. <coughs> Naruto. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you should not have done that. <laughs> You already know the Naruto yeah. girls are gonna come get your ass. I don't give a fuck, and the Dragon Ball girlies can come and get me too. Oh, just throw Sailor Moon in there too, so they can come get you too. Go ahead. Between between oh, this oh. between this section and the Nikki section, we can't talk to people with pink hair no more. Like all the people in the weeds <laughs> coming, all of us. What? <laughs> oh, oh, you know what? I love one out. Call on Bleach too, because Bleach is back now. Oh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, I'm I don't know. confused. Um, did mm -mm. you see the Full Metal Alchemist got a, a live action on Netflix? 
I didn't, but why? It's a lot happening. Um, and there this is, is proof why happening. they shouldn't do this, this Death Note part. Um, the next one is, I, I want to talk to my fellow Blurreds about this. Um, they're doing a Stranger Things musical um, that is supposed to be like a rendition of the earlier seasons, but just in musical format. I already know what Sheree thinks about this. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that parody pop up and I was like, not today, Satan. Like I, I, I spent four years in Chicago and the parody situation is just out of control. Like if you make something, there's a parody and people got to sing about it. And I'm like, no, it's never good. It's never a good time. It, and you're like, but people are going to come in because they like it. And it's like, no, nobody wants to hear you sing through plot lines. We know what we fucking saw. Like, how about you do okay. something different? Ah, I, I can't do that. I can't do improv and I can't do sketch anymore because Chicago. Because of Chicago. The fact you can't do improv just lets me know your pain. Because listen, <laughs> that listen. is so Chicago. Everybody's just ending. And I'm like, I just want to go to dinner. I just want to go to dinner. Can we end this? Yes, and. No, I'm being serious. Yes, and. I hate y'all. Yes, and. I, <laughs> I can't do it. It's, it's part of the reason I don't visit. Because I have friends in Chicago still. I'm like, I'm afraid of the improvers. I can't. I can't do it. I'll be triggered. Nothing <laughs> rushing you like cicadas at the airport. <laughs> right? There's nothing worse than going out with somebody and find out that they're an improver in the middle of the meal. And you're like, oh, no, I've made a mistake. <laughs> oh, God. You put on your bio, so we don't do this again. <laughs> like, I'm starting to peep that people feel that way about me being a podcaster. I'm starting to peep that, like when I go to events and they're like, "Oh, what do you do for a living?" and I, and I mention podcasting, it's just like the like, "Oh, let me start." I'm like, "Listen, goddamn it, oh God. I ain't pushing my shows to you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to drink. They I'm just finger out. You ask me what the hell I did." <laughs> I think it's because people still have that holdover of what podcasts used to be when it was dominated by like mostly old white dudes. And so it's like NPR, but it's about things that should be juicy. And so it's like, and when I was playing Metal Gear, I noticed Snake's new shoes were size 11s. And we were all like, fuck podcasts. And now like, <laughs> it's not like that anymore. People can have fun. People can laugh. They can be about cool shit and we can make it fun. Um, it's not three chads in a trench coat no more, and people three don't know that. Chads in a trench coat. <laughs> Me being at Overlook and them saying something like, "Oh, it could be worse. You could be like one of those TikTokers," and I'm like, <laughs> oh, "Not oh. them reading you to your face." <laughs> well, oh, wow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> See, that's the one thing that saves me because unfortunately I'm tasked with the burden of telling people that I'm a fucking influencer. <laughs> like, I'm not on TikTok though. <laughs> Why is that the lie? Well, oh, oh, and around that time I was on NFT, so I could have really, Ooh. I could have really just destroyed any chance of me making human connection so in New Orleans. You needed a bodyguard for that festival. Um, I'm sad you went there alone. <laughs> Damn. It was a if lot happening. Were handsome, it'd be a wrap for you, honestly. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. <laughs> oh my god, I am dead. Okay, so back to the Stranger Things musical. I okay. Sheree's gonna hate me for this. I I don't mind musicals. I don't mind musical theater. I don't. Um, but I I'm very picky. Um, because there's more bad musicals than there are good musicals that's yep. just for fucking sure and stranger things um how do i say this in a nice way stranger things to me 
if it were a musical, doesn't feel like it would have that much flavor in mm -hmm. terms of musical score, unless, you know, it was collaborated on by like fucking Hans Zimmer, like throw Hans Zimmer in there. Fucking, I want, um, what's in the Heights guy's name again? Oh, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lin-Manuel Miranda. I think he's phenomenal. Um, but I would just be very scared about how bad it could be. Oh, it's going to be bad. It's like a thrown together back alley situation. Like everything else that happens with parody musicals. Like, like something maybe like a, like a Sweeney Todd. Like I love Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd was, and I sang Sweeney Todd when I was in the chorus when I was in high school. And Ooh, that shit was bomb. It was great. It was excellent but you know for every sweeney todd there's several fucking i don't even i can't even think of a bad i, I, I like that you brought in sweeney because that's a nice little like bow because jamie campbell bauer our vecna or mr vecnissi if you're nasty oh. um was in the movie with johnny depp before we knew johnny depp was an awful person he was in oh. sweeney todd yeah. he was the, yeah. the I didn't even put it together until you said it, which is no. funny. But the guy that wanted um, yeah, the girl. The, the His girl. voice has changed because back then it was very high and very like I I can actually do placebo or muse, and now he's all like I'm the witch king bitch, and I'm like get it both sides, get it. I'm here for all of it. What? That was a very bad oh, your, your reaction. <laughs> Wasn't he adorable? Oh That's before he got that Twilight money. <laughs> yes. Wow. Wow. He's he's literally been with us for so long in fandom. He went from Twilight to some other um, book series I'm not familiar with where he's also something supernatural. Um, like the girls be screaming when he like goes to these cons and stuff. And I'm like, what is this franchise? Let me write it down. I'm gonna try it. I don't think I'm the person for it. <laughs> he's really good. He's yeah. really good. Yeah. And minds his business. Is it the that, Mortal Instruments? Yes, that one. Oh, I didn't a, see the Mortal Instruments. The first one's on Hulu, or it was last month. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I, I want to see it because I want to see him do more things with his face because I love the Vecna situation, but also like he's a good actor. And so I would like to see him act. Um, you, know, yeah. you know what? You're to something, Sheree. Because... Um, the people love him as well. Like he's like renowned. Cause I did like a random TikTok where I was saying who could play Freddie, right? Yes. Um, and a lot of people threw his name into the ring in those comments. He he's solid. He's solid. And he understands that he does the work. Like people are coming for him for like some of the things he did to get in the character for Vecna. Yeah. Cause like he like had a hit board with people he was gonna kill in character. <laughs> and he would like stare at them and shit. And I was like, it, whatever gets results, it's not here being creepy because we have method actors I'm going to give like awards to who are here punching extras. That's too far. Him sitting in a room with some pictures, let that happen. He's getting makeup for eight hours. Let him do what he's going to do. Because <laughs> um, again, I feel like I feel like this part of the reason that season blew up is because like you have him and you have like Joseph Quinn and you have Eduardo Franco who we keep forgetting because he's a little bit younger. And so we're like, yeah, kid, you're cute. But like these two are husbands. Um, um, I think that part of the reason the season is so beloved is because you have all these like actors who can actually act coming in. Um, and so it freshens it up because we have the people that we've loved forever. Some of them are not being done a service by sticking around anymore. Um, but we have them and it was be like, oh my God, can we have actual other people who can do the damn things and like take this and run with it and make it something? Like there's no way in hell Vecna would be half as interesting if it wasn't for Jamie Campbell Bauer. Let's just literally. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, he's because he got such a range. Listen, um, side note: so I googled his name, and he's also a musician. Mm-hmm. Was in a music group called Counterfeit from 2015 yeah. to 2020. The genre is folk, so I'm gonna have to just erase that. They said um, folk, but it wasn't. His new stuff is folk because his new stuff. Yeah. He's all like witch, like literally. His voice, because I went down the rabbit hole, because you know me, I must get my husband's. I don't want no bodies in the closets before I, I announce that my husband. We can't, we can't be soft launching murderers. And so I so I went through it. And like he he was very much in the Sweeney moment, um, still mm-hmm. a little bit. It was getting a little bit more older and counterfeit. But like if you listen to Placebo or Muse, you you've you've heard that sort of a voice. Mm. Whereas his Witch King shit, he's like, what if Johnny Cash at Halloween every day? And I'm oh. like, baby. Um, which makes sense because it's Vecna voice. That's mostly him. I didn't know that at the time, but it's mostly him. He also does Thomas the Train or some shit for kids. (laughs) Oh yeah, I do see that also. Baby got range. I I am so fascinated by that man's mouth. And I mean that in the cleanest way too. (laughs) (laughs) Every time he's speaking, even just an interview, I'm just like, what goes on in there? (laughs) Stranger things them for real, huh? Stranger things, stranger (laughs) things. He's all like, oh, she's no queen. God. And I'm like, what goes on in there? <laughs> like, I, 
I spent a lot of time hey, at my computer trying to like see his tonsils. I'm just like, what's going on? <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> what's up with them tonsils back there? Listen. Yeah, Ooh. but I don't know what the actual Stranger Things play is going to be giving, but I I did accidentally find something called the Stranger Sings parody musical and so i threw that on here um to delight y'all with that's a what puppet. i was about that's my fault i had them in verse <laughs> oh yeah no because the thing is i thought they were the same at first until um it, there's there's a puppet version of uh of, of uh i can't think of her name right now i don't know what my brain is 11 doing yeah there we go um in this and i'm very upset about this yeah um and I also don't see Kristen Chenoweth, so I don't think that... Um, as, <laughs> if she ain't ill, I don't want it. <laughs> I was going to put her in a... Uh, I can't think of her name, but... Um, Winona Ryder's? Winona Ryder's characters. Of, Joyce. Uh, Joyce, there we go. I was going to put her in Joyce's role, but no, her as 11 has to happen now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd be here for that. But I was complaining about The Stranger Sing, so I knew that was a parody. The actual stage play, I don't know. I mean, I'd probably Wait, see- so... This actual stage play, we don't. It, there's a chance that it might not be a musical. I think that it will 100% be a musical. That part I do think. <sighs> okay. Um, I could be wrong, but from what I read, I have to find the article mm-hmm. around read around that time. But they they heavily insinuated it's going to be some singing. Uh huh. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, I could rock with a musical. It's just like the line will be very very fine there. Like you have, it has to be a good musical. Otherwise, it's just going to be fucking corny and stupid. I'm hoping for a non-musical um, because we have to stop giving the cursed child money, and we could like use all these yeah. special effects and all this like cool shit and make it an event. So even if it's not a great script, we can be like, I got a, <laughs> I just got attacked by a demon bat. I loved it. I'm going back tomorrow. We want that. We need an event. Yeah, we do. Um, Was the cursed child a musical? It wasn't. Um, Okay, so I saw The Cursed Child when I was in London last time before we knew JK was yeah. trash. Um, and I'm happy I saw it before we knew because, like, now I can never go. Because uh, I can't be all like, hey, just cute. Uh, uh, but, like, the first half was a good time. It was a good time. And it ends the first act with, like, a mentor is falling from the ceiling in your faces. And you're like, ah, yeah. That's so and you, cool. Right? And you come back and they've changed the world because, like, the evil has won. And so, like, Umbridge and them are stomping around and it's a different set. Things are darker. People are scared and shaking. And like, oh, yeah. But that second act goes on too fucking long. And I'm like, you could have just made this 30 minutes and tacked it on to the, why are we still here? And I was like, that's problem one. And then I came back. She's like, also, I'm a turf. I'm like, that's another problem. That's two problems already. (laughs) (laughs) But wait, there's more. (laughs) The Cursed Child was the only book from that thing that um, I ever put down from the series. Because I read one through seven. And I wanted to see the play, but like you said, this was back before I knew T. And so I knew I couldn't get to it around that time. So I got like that book version they put up in Target. Um, No. The moment that Hermione had time turners hidden inside of her office or something, Mm -hmm. I'm like this. And then it was easy for the kids to get to it. I feel like Hermione is that girl. I feel like Hermione would have a mechanism to kill you and then bring you back. And then, (laughs) and then like more. Before especially, you would like get through any of her enchantments, especially because now Hermione is a mom and she's married to a Weasley, she ain't having no shenanigans. Oh, yeah, as a black woman, she ain't having no yeah. shenanigans. <laughs> exactly. Did you know it's illegal to name your child Hermione in certain places? Stop, I found that out yesterday. Here, yeah. 
Wait, what'd you say, Sheree? Because it's hard to spell. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was hormone until I heard somebody say it for the first time. That's how long ago I was reading the books. I I had never seen a name like that in my life. Um, because again, I'm basic. I was raised by bumpkins and I was homeschooled, so I did Ma'am. what I could with that name until I saw the movie and I was like, oh. I was that gift where he's aggressively blinking because this is new information. <laughs> All right. I feel like we're ready to get into Stranger Things-dom officially. I mean, while we talk about all the stuff they do and they want a, a couple of spinoffs too, but they ain't said who's getting these spinoffs. So who do y'all think earned a spinoff? Erica. Stranger Things? Yes. That's yeah, it. definitely Erica. Yes. That's it. Actually, no, no, Erica, and then also um, Pizza Boy. What's his name? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, I forgot. I forgot his name. I forgot his character name. I know his real name. That's so backwards. No, his real name, that's character name. Argyle. Argyle. I I would like to see a spinoff of Argyle going around and delivering pizzas, maybe with Jonathan, too. And they just, like, every, like, I don't know. They like run into something like mildly supernatural, like every time, but it's really just like a comedy, maybe like 30 minute episodes, you know, just like a regular, regular. Oh, we got a call. Let's deliver a pizza. Something weird happens. And then they do it again. The next episode. You know what I mean? Come That'd on. Be fun. I, yeah. I would watch it. I would watch it. Yeah. He was, he's so great. He's got like the, the comedic timing. And it's never like what he says. It's like how he says it. So good. I would love to see more of him. His bloopers are one of the things that have gotten me through these last few months. Because he's just like fucking laughing. Because it's ridiculous to be staying around like Millie Bobby Brown in a fucking bathtub with pizza box glasses on. (laughs) He can't stop laughing. (laughs) And they're like, stop it. Come on, you're running the tank. He's like, what what the fuck are we doing? We're like, what the fuck are we doing? I could see I could see a Hawkins prequel because um, I'd be curious about like the upside down and stuff, but that depends on how they do season five because it may not be necessary to be real. They're probably going to tell us what's up. Mm-hmm. I that's my thing because I I feel like we keep playing with this Back to the Future um, in the series, so we're going to have a time jump. I don't know if it's a time jump forward or like a going backwards, and that's what I'm concerned about. It's forward. I don't remember how many years. I think it's like five years. Like I think they said they're going to jump five years or something like this. Okay, because also they'd be lying to us. Um, and so I never know what's true and what's not. Because like real. if we're gonna be playing with time, people who are no longer with us might be back. Barb, Eddie. Um <laughs> just saying my face. Barb, I'm sorry. Hey, squeeze? <gasps> I'm sorry, I should not have said that. Oh. It's my last podcast. Wait, no, I'm just surprised. I thought you would like Barb. Like she's she gives me like strong she got done dirty energy. <laughs> yeah. I just rewatched the first season for research for something I was writing, and I was like, um, Barb got cheated because she was like, Nancy, this ain't it. And Nancy's like, I want to fuck around with Steve. I don't care. And then Barb had to pay the price, and Nancy had bad sex upstairs and then went home. Like, nothing happened. <laughs> how, how do we know that was bad sex for her? Maybe, you know. It was bad. I am literally no. positive. I have like 98% <laughs> positive. No, we was all here for Steve because Joe Keery could get it, but also. We know Steve, that was some bad sex that night. Joe and that's Keery why she... definitely, no, Listen. but Steve definitely does not know where the clitoris is. He, he can't spell it. He can't spell it. He's never seen one. <laughs> He's like, I don't know her. <laughs> and that's why Nancy's mad. Oh my God. Listen, Nancy's time. We want everything yeah. for Nancy. No, that's why she's mad. She's like, I'm going to buy guns. I'm getting rid of my teddy bears. Like, life is not fair. <laughs> Mentioning the guns, can I just say I love that they did that with her character in this season. Like they oh, yeah. gave her that hard edge. 
It was like dope. She deserved it. Yeah. That was like a, I think that was a unanimous, like fan favorite scene. And it's like slow motion. And she's just like handling that fucking shotgun. That's a bad bitch right there. Okay. Everybody was on their couches like, damn. She needed this season because before this season, I had no use for her. And I was like, she's one of the people we could get rid of. Cause like she literally was just like anyway the wind blows now I'm with Jonathan and I kind of want to be back with Steve. I was like we don't have time for romance. We got we got shit popping off. You need to pick a side and be useful. <laughs> and somebody heard me and it seemed like give this bitch a gun, learn have a plan. <laughs> and I was like okay, you can stay, Nancy. You can stay. I'm rearranging people and you can stay. I'm getting rid of your brother though. <laughs> Cause like he's a bad friend. <laughs> El's always crying. He gotta go. <laughs> I just thought of another another character that needs a spinoff is Murray. Mm. I think Murray is I don't I don't want to say he slept on because everybody loves Murray, mm. but hey, that's his show. It's everybody loves Murray. I, everybody hates Murray. Right. Everybody I, loathes Murray. I feel like I'm not gonna lie. Like I I love Mr. Harbor, and I think that sometimes they know what to do with his character. But I think Murray's a better character than Hopper. Oh, sometimes. 100%. Yeah. I totally agree yeah. with you. He's very, I mean, I love Hopper's character, yeah. but he's a little like one dimensional. They get stuck um, with him and they need to just let him go do other things. Yeah. He's married He's married to Lily Allen. He's got a good life. If is this is really? where, yeah. They, they are cool. adorable. If you've not seen their wedding photos, it's adorable because they wouldn't really got married by like some Elvis impersonator, which I don't fuss with Elvis, yes. but I'll let them have it. What? Um, Right, because they was in Vegas, um, and they were just eating burgers and like their wedding gear, uh, some fast food joint with her daughters, and I was like, "Yeah, get y'all some joy." I love that. They have right? kids. Um, she has two kids from a previous marriage uh, or previous marriages. I, I, it's been a minute since I've like gone down a rabbit hole, but yeah, yeah, they are a handsome couple. Yeah, and they're they're fun and they're sober, so it can be done. I'm not one of those people, oh but God. it can be done. What? <laughs> There's Lily Allen is sober. She had to get sober. Um, yeah, I'm a fan of her, so I know some shit. Um, but she was like, I gotta get her. Um, and apparently they've they've been sober around the same amount of time, I believe. Mm. But yeah, good for them. Honestly, I ship them hard. Right? No, I love her music. I've always loved her music, and I thought Ooh. it was bullshit that they wouldn't take care of her stalker situation. But that's just not believing women, which apparently happens across the pond too. So mm, remember Terrible. that music video she had with the puppets? Oh yeah, that was creepy. That was really, <laughs> yeah. very, that was really weird. I used to play that one all the time. I actually, I think I had that music video downloaded on my iPod. An iPod that yeah. brings me back. That the brings me back. Classic, the big chunky one. Yep. I still have mine. Don't ever <laughs> let that. We're going to be so rich someday just by holding on to those shits. Just I also stay. have my Blockbuster card. Got that still Ooh, too. Y'all should sign all of those. probably worth money right now. Y'all should sign all of those. This is so random, but Netflix is producing a movie or a show about Blockbuster. The yep. Petty. Oh. The Petty. <laughs> It's big Gemini energy to be like, remember when I put you out of business? <laughs> I'm oh, back. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's big finish her energy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't even put that together. Like I would have actually sat on my couch and hit play on that and the shade would have flew over my head. But they clean put them out of business. This is back when Netflix oh, yeah. used to send out like DVDs. tapes that you could, yeah. yeah. 
They was like, we'll send you DVDs to your house. That's when we all started getting lazy. We didn't know that was the beginning of the end. Nobody goes outside anymore <laughs> because yeah, Netflix. Yeah. Blockbuster Netflix was like, what? Sending what to people? Right. They're like, they're like oh, shit. <laughs> they're like, we still have candy in our stores. And people are like, you can have candy delivered down, too. I'm like, oh, well, then. <laughs> and then we romanticized Blockbuster. And I, I still do, to be honest. But let's be real. They would upcharge on everything. Like, everything was more expensive. Like, the yep. candy and the treats and all mm-hmm. that shit. I was like, you're not a real movie theater. You can't charge me these kind of fucking prices for some jobs. Who do you think you are? <laughs> Listen. Hey, Listen. <laughs> right? And they also only had like two of each movie. And so like, if you wasn't the first one yep. there, you didn't get it. And if you were a little bit late with your tape, just a little bit late, I was like, oh, you got to well, pay for that day. Right? I'm like, we. I thought we was friends. And they're like, not anymore, bitch. Like, <laughs> that was five minutes ago. You five minutes late. We ain't friends no more. <laughs> Open your wallet. Or you can't even no more. So much candy from Blockbuster when I was in like middle school and high school. Like, pockets full. <laughs> and there's always kids working at the Blockbuster. So they just like watch me stuff my hoodie pocket and then walk out. And be like, ah, what a time. <laughs> Like, I'm I was a Hollywood video girl for the most part because they had mm. the murals on their walls, and I was like, That's the Terminator, that's the Wizard of Oz, and they have a magazine. What was the name of the movie, uh, place that they worked in on this season of uh, Stranger Things? What's the family name? Family Video. Oh, really? yeah, there was a family video when I was an undergrad in my small town, and I thought it was the last video store alive, but there was one other blockbuster out there. <laughs> Wait a minute, that's a real store they work in, yeah. Oh my god! I thought it was like made up. Like, uh, wait, hold up. Is the the Ahoy place real? That I don't know. Well, they made oh. it real, if anything, afterwards. Yeah. Um, have y'all called the number on old boy's van? Uh, on yes. Pizza van for okay. I have. Yeah. It's so <laughs> cute. I'm gonna do it now. Damn it! I we can do, do it on the air. Y'all want me to? I got my yeah, phone. Yeah, do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Y'all know I'm old. We gonna have to talk until then. <laughs> y'all know it's gonna be. <laughs> The whole podcast will go off the rails for like two hours of shit. <laughs> okay, well, while Ryan is dialing the number to call up Argyle, um, today is November 5th, as in uh, the time of recording, and tomorrow, November 6th, is Stranger Things Day. And I believe that is the day that Will Byers disappeared. Yep, yep. Oh, other fun fact about Stranger Things Day, um, there's a Stranger Things con in like Germany this weekend. And like everybody there, including people who have died and are supposedly not coming back next season. Hold um, on, wait, hold okay. up. So I'm waiting, I'm waiting to see how hard we're gonna play with this. Cause like they're playing in our faces. We all know some of these people's coming back. The Duffers said they oh, yeah. made some mistakes. And I'm just like, you can't be inviting people to the cons on Stranger Things Day. Um, not getting no jobs next year. <laughs> like, that's, <laughs> that's fucking rude. <laughs> they running shit back though in season five. Like they're br- they're definitely bringing back Eddie one hundred percent. Yeah. Um, Barb might make a random appearance. It might be like a spiritual awakening type shit. Like maybe she'll be like that ghost in um. Wait, I'm not referencing Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> Other ghosts, other ghosts. There's another, there's another ghost somewhere. Insert non-problematic uh, ghost here. <laughs> <laughs> and I got that number when y'all ready. I yes. Let's do it. Okay. Let's see. Sure. Yeah. 
Surf Shop. Surfer Boy Pizza. This is Argyle speaking. We make everything fresh here at Surfer Boy except for our pineapple, which comes from a can. But I still highly recommend slapping some juicy pineapple on your pie. Oh, fruit on your pizza's gnarly, you say. Well, I say try before you deny. <laughs> Hello? I, <laughs> I love him so much. He does not get enough credit because, like, he's adorable and he's a sweetheart. He's just like, he's definitely the youngest of the new trio that's joined the show. And so we're like, he's like a little brother. He's not somebody I'm trying to get married to tomorrow. Um, because I am, I am wrecking weddings. I am wrecking weddings. I'm just like, you thought you was gonna be married to the love of your life, but I'm here now, bitch. Um. <laughs> Yeah, it's so funny. Uh, I was going to be Argyle. Um, wait, that's the actor's name, or I'm that's mixing. That's the character name. Thank, I wanted to be appropriate. I wanted to be Argyle for Halloween, but the costume was sold out. Yeah. Wait, like, don't you have a wig like that? I do. It's actually on my oh, ghost face right now. I don't know if you'll be able to tell. Uh, look. I, oh yeah. I, I have a I have a black wig too. Because is this what we're gonna do? Are we all gonna dress as Argyle um one day <laughs> next year? Not next year, but when the new season drops. That way yes. we have time to get our outfits together. <laughs> yes, yeah. I'm down. I'm gonna open the cardboard van. I'm just like mm. we can all <laughs> eat pizza, drink beer. Okay, have you guys noticed that there's this there's a new phenomenon in terms of like franchise marketing that's just all online? So yeah. No, or tomorrow morning, there will be a Stranger Things event on Roblox that mm. you can mess around in. That's crazy to me. Um, I think Nope did it because Nope has a weird connection with Meta. I guess Meta gave them some money for something. So they had like a virtual Nope wor world or whatever. Everyone who's anyone has a party on Fortnite now, and now it's Roblox. So I, I guess like, you can go to Hawkins and Roblox. I feel like this is their way of quietly uninviting boomers to things. I'm screaming. <laughs> <laughs> but like, we don't want to say it, but also we seem to have more fun with your parents and grandparents on around. <laughs> so here's that a link. You know they won't be able to figure out. Have a good time. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah, you're invited. You just got to show up and then right? a bunch of boomers. How do I get into Roblox? <laughs> oh Lord. First of all, the fact that you're Googling it, just just don't. Just, just go play solitaire. Somebody's mama. <laughs> somebody's mama is Googling Google to help them figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> when when um Emilio's nephews come over, um, and they be playing Fortnite and Roblox and stuff. It it exposes my age because they're like, Ryan, can you 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 know let me show you how to play and stuff. And I'm like, I'm fine, sweetie. Go ahead. I'm just gonna oh sit God. right <laughs> with my, my little wine. Oh yes. <laughs> I it's uh, it looks like they're doing brain surgery. Like I newer games are literally so perplexing to me. I want to get a new system when I get my next big girl check. Like, I'm still waiting for that big girl check because I want to get caught up on the Resident Evils. I want to get caught up on some Sims because I'm behind in life and I just feel disconnected from who I am. <laughs> this PS3 life is not it. I don't recommend. <laughs> I feel like you're a very dangerous simmer. Oh, yeah. Wait, in what way? Like like an agent of chaos or what yeah. would you mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. like Antichrist, not God. <laughs> like, yes, yes. 
No, like when I when I start the game, it's not even the Sims music. It's just like the Damien music. It's like. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Sims is such a good time. That's what we can all agree on. Like I haven't yeah. played it in years, though. I've, I, it's been so many years. I have one on my computer, but it's not the same anymore because I got used to consoles. And I know we used to play it on the computer, and we were happy to do it. But now I'm like, mm, yeah, I, it ain't the same. Uh, if I got it, even though we have the consoles and stuff, I would probably get it for the computer just for the nostalgia of it all. And I used to have the big white computer, y'all, with the big, with the Listen. fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> the twerker. Yes. Um, <laughs> if you want to play it on computer, stream is there and they usually have sales. That's how I got mine. Don't do that because you're going to have me playing it during this episode. Listen. <laughs> I'm gonna need to take a computer. I'm gonna be like, oh no, I'm listening, y'all. Do, 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 do. Send people on fire. <laughs> Damn, I, why hasn't Stranger Things infiltrated The Sims yet? I mean, they you can build some of these characters, let's be honest. I've not done it yet, but like waiting on this next season, I might. Look. That would be so sick to like include like an upside down pack yeah. expansion for The Sims. I Has this been done? We need it. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm googling harder. Y'all, I want, I want my Barb to backhand Nancy for letting her get eaten by demigorgons. I want yeah. my Barb to yeah. get her just juice. She'll punch Steve in the face and the hair. <laughs> exactly confirming my point. Listen, <laughs> that you were a dangerous. <laughs> I like to build rooms with no doors and a stove and see what happens. <laughs> the thing, I, because people are so creative. Um, I can't tell if this is really a Sims expansion or if it's something that someone just worked really hard to create. But I mean, there's definitely things happening in Simland, it looks like, with Stranger Things. I just can't tell if it's, you know. It's so hard to tell now because Stranger Things has their hand in like literally everything. Literally. They're in Dead by Daylight. So I've fought against a Demogorgon. And I mean, it's really cool. And Steve had, had a character. I don't know if they took it away. Steve had a character. I've played as him. Um, I think Nancy had one. But the Demogorgon is hard to beat because he can teleport. So, like, um, his move is, like, he hits the ground. And then he creates, like, these little wormy holes. And they look so gross, y'all. Like, it definitely lives up to the standard. I While we're here, Steve was supposed to die the first season. And they changed it the last minute. And now we have four seasons of Steve Harrington. I'm happy they kept him. I mean, I feel like they could do more with his character, but mm-hmm. I, I, he's fun though. I like him. He's one of my favorites. Like I, yeah. I, I'm not gonna lie. Erica is the favorite. Eddie yeah. is my second favorite. I gave Eddie the Erica award this year on Fear Street because I'm like, who else comes in and gets us excited? This bitch with the wig. Um, <laughs> so like, I was like, no notes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that Steve's definitely in my top. I would say six um, from every season. Mm-hmm. I, I'm happy his character is not the way he was in the the pilot. I've, I read a version of the pilot and it upset me. Um, and I'm happy he's not that character that he was originally. Mm. I like the character. I I appreciate the character development with Steve. Yeah. Because now oftentimes we just like don't get any character development with like anyone. So it would be so easy to just have him be like the jerk yeah. the whole time. But you his- know, spice it up a little bit. That was his season one, which is why I was like, he can go. Um, and after season one, he's like, we got real problems. I'm going to raise these kids and I'm going to get my shit together. I'm back in pocket. And I was like, that's what you do when you see fucked up shit. You collect yourself. You don't keep wilding out. <laughs> I do miss Billy, though. I loved him. I like looking at him, but I'm tired of them inserting racists every season for Lucas. I'm like, let Lucas fight the monster with everybody else. We, we Wait, got who, real else? Monsters. who else came for? Oh, the boys. Mason. Yeah. 
they love to give Lucas a racist. And I'm like, give him other things. Cause like his squad is like, we're friends forever. Oh, you got a racist. We're going to the upside down. We'll check out with you later. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I get to the upside down with you or stay here and help him. I think um, we talked about it on this podcast once before, but yeah. there was a, he, I don't remember what Lucas's, what his actual name is, but um, he I, improvised. Caleb. Caleb, yeah. here we go. He improvised like one line towards the end when Max is like getting all twisted up into a pretzel and he's like, Erica, help. Mm-hmm. And there was like mad headlines, you know, a week later, like, wow. It, Caleb, whatever, improvised that line. And everyone's like, wow. I mean, it was one line. Imagine if you let him do more. <laughs> Just like, imagine. They give him nothing. Caleb McLaughlin has suffered this whole series. Um, and I'm really upset about that because he's a really good actor, but we don't ever get to see him do anything unless he like inserts it real quick. Mm-hmm. Because like even that moment, I was like, why can't we give him more to do? His storyline is always like, somebody's being racist. Go over there and do that. Oh, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, and he, He's finally um, started talking about how he's treated these cons because, of course, people are paying yeah. for all the non-black people um, mm-hmm. and being like, well, your character was just rude to live in, and that's why I don't want to hang out with you, which is bullshit. Like, just go ahead and say you don't like black people and move on with your life. <laughs> what are these stories for? And if they actually allow Caleb to help with the development of the character, that's a, that's the a first step. Obviously, the, improv- um, the improvisation was proven that, but also people who follow Caleb online this is a very talented young man. Like he he can dance and everything. Like he has so much like style and class. I really feel like he would be a smooth ass character um in season five if they allow him to actually help with that characterization. Mm-hmm. Him, Sadie, and Gatton were all Broadway babies when they got these jobs. Um, so they are used to doing all the things. And so to like take him from Broadway to be like, you can have five minutes of screen time a season and you gotta be That's crazy. You know, it's, un- it's under it's under utilizing yeah. um, mm-hmm. all the talent. And then you yeah. got Eleven, who honestly, I think that Millie Bobby Brown is the least. Uh, damn, I'm I'm really mean today. I'm just <laughs> really, get, it. get it. Put it in my teacup. I, <laughs> hold out your cup. <laughs> I think Millie Bobby Brown is is um, the least seasoned act, seasoned actor of the whole cast. Honestly, no shame. No shame, but no. I don't. It, it makes me sad because she, her character should be the show. Because like when we first meet her, we're like, what's she about? It's like, oh, she got the powers. But like, also that goes back to the writing. Like she's been with them for four years. Why can't her character have a full sentence yet? Um, also, why is she always crying over Mike's shenanigans? It's part of the reason people have issues with Mike. It's because they don't know how to write this strong woman who's got powers and is going to shut this shit down. They're like, she's got to have a boyfriend and Mike's got to be the worst to her so she can cry some more. And I'm like, no, let her let her have her power. Let her like shut down. She's a powerful bitch. She don't need no man. Um, if Mike want to get on shenanigans, Mike could be on shenanigans alone. Uh, so like, I think that if they would just like write her better, um, it would help out her as an actor and it would help out Mike's character because we're all like, why is he still here? I know we, we all want to hang out with Finn. Finn seems cool, but like, what is Mike doing? What is his purpose? Not yeah. too much. I think it I think it's just if maybe they do better testing before they can catch some of it, maybe that's possible. I don't know what the normal process is when they finish the script. Cause I heard that season five script is already done. I don't know if that's true or not. Really? But yeah, I think they were writing it um 
right around the time that four was coming out because four was supposed to be the end but they talked to netflix and and i feel like four was even supposed to be shorter but they said they just needed more room to run inside of and obviously it's a big show so they're like yeah we Mm -hmm. can do that we're in the end game now yeah which worries me because when we got here with the marvel cinematic universe with these two ending movies infinity war and endgame it was a lot of talking Mm -hmm. (laughs) just because they had to wrap up so many loose ends from how many years of movies before so infinity war was was very good but endgame was also good but it was just a lot of just talk like wrap it up wrap it up and i'm really hoping that's not going to be the case for stranger things five i'm really worried like a game of thrones I'm really worried about that, and I don't we're want gonna that. Get thrones to- we're gonna get Games of Thrones because they already know they have other shit lined up. So there's like, mm. um, because like it was like, is that a Starbucks cup by Sansa? Why? Oh, that was bad. I remember that. And all the character development, they almost tried. They're like, we ain't got time for it no more. Now she's mad. <laughs> no uh-huh. like, Where my queen go? My Khaleesi's not my Khaleesi no more. What the fuck? Um, and I'm really worried about that. If I pull up and like Eleven's in there with a Starbucks cup, being like, mm mm. <laughs> I'm gonna turn it off and I'm writing some nasty notes. Look. <laughs> some yeah. nasty notes. Anyway, I wanted to talk about uh, Stranger Things marketing because mm-hmm. I think that they're absolutely fucking insane. And this is like the coolest marketing I've seen for a show in a very long time. No shade to Game of Thrones, no shade to Walking Dead, but. They definitely outdid them. And Walking Dead was really tough to do because Mark, The Walking Dead had some really great marketing. Um, but I think it was because Stranger Things appeals to a more diverse audience than Game of Thrones and Walking Dead does. Mm-hmm. So when Walking Dead, and that was like my show before Stranger Things, um, I was a very large deadhead. And I guess I still kind of am. Um <laughs> An honest one though and that i can tell you what is what's up but there's mostly an adult audience so the marketing kind of reflected that but because the audience in stranger things is so diverse they're taking like every single avenue which i thought was really sick so you have like these for example these pop-ups with like the ice cream shops the scoops mm-hmm. ahoy ice cream shops you have the little trinkets and the collectibles for the kids Um, And I actually did a project on um, this one marketing choice for Stranger Things. I think this was Stranger Things or 3, when Stranger Things 3 was about to come out. Um, But, you know, as we all know, the show takes place in the 80s. And um, they had this brilliant idea to place these uh, vending machines. Yeah, vending machines um across uh, in different like malls and stuff um across both coasts and i'm looking at the picture right now but i'm just going to try to describe it to the best of my ability they're vending machines but they're upside down they're coca-cola vending (laughs) machines and they're literally upside down um and there's nothing on them that says stranger things at all just the vending machine itself is upside down and they got some uh some like Vecna tech uh, tentacles on them. And what's really interesting about this is that they're calling to an audience without actually saying, yeah. Hey, we have a show. 
because in 1980 whatever um in real life not in the upside down coca-cola uh relaunched their products and changed the formula for coca-cola and the public hated it and it took 79 days to revert to to recall all of those new formula coca-colas you know cancel the whole shit and then go back to the original formula. It took 79 days because people were so fucked up about the change in the Coca-Cola formula. And so what they did, the Stranger Things marketing team, they were able to collaborate with Coca-Cola to bring back that quote-unquote new recipe and put them in these vending machines that were upside down. Wow. So the people that are going to have any idea of what the fuck is going on here were people who were drinking Coca-Cola in 1980-whatever, who were there because they were only on the market for 79 days. Like, wow. isn't that insane? Yeah. The, the references, the references are always wild. Um, <laughs> the research is always wild. Like, I, I didn't know how many commercials they had, like, pushing projects and shit that are, like, cool throwbacks to things. Um, it, it makes sense because, like, they do this and they film it and it takes like, I don't know, a year or two, depending on what's fucking going on. And then they like tour and like advertise it for another two years and they go right back to Twitter. <laughs> and so I just love that these people are like, let's also have fun with this shit and make some upside down fitting machines. And for let's real. also like make this candy come back from nowhere that people forgot about. Um, And I'm just like, I'm living. It's a renaissance. I think it's just so fun and a great testament to how broad their audience is. Because, you know, usually we would go the Fortnite route, you know, like let's throw a party in Fortnite or let's, you know, bring Hawkins to Roblox. But then what about all of the, you know, older generations of people who are like eating this shit up because it's 80s nostalgia. Like let's give them something for them specifically, which I think that was absolutely insane. Also, um, just a testament to how much fucking money this show makes um, uh, a couple months ago as Stranger Things 4 the night before it was going to drop on Netflix, which I believe was a Thursday, um, they had this. So I'll tell the story. So I have a um, an agent at this marketing company here in the city, and uh, her name is Haley. Shout out to Haley. And she sends me emails for like screenings and stuff and, and fan events. And so I get this very, very cryptic email from Haley. And she's just like, hey, Zero, um, something is weird. Something weird is going to be going on tomorrow. You might want to check out these coordinates. And then she sends me like coordinates. And that's it. You know, like usually there's like a flyer and like a little description for whatever movie that, you know, I'm supposed to be promoing, but nothing. She literally just dropped some coordinates in my email. It was like, hey, you might want to check this out. So I Google the coordinates. And um, the coordinates are uh, the Flatiron building in, in Midtown. And so I grab my girl Vanta and I'm like, we should go see what's up. And so we go and there is a horde of people. And so the coordinates, even though the coordinates sent us to the Flatiron building, the Flatiron building, if you look north, has a perfect view of the Empire State Building. Mm -hmm. And at this time where they told us to go there, they had projected this, they had projected visuals onto the south side of the Empire State Building, 
which it, just imagine how much that costs, okay? Yeah. <laughs> to project something on the side of the Empire State Building. And <sighs> you can find videos of it on my Instagram or social media or whatever. But they had projected a rift opening, like very, very slowly. So a rift opened to the upside down on the side of the Empire State Building. And then a Demogorgon popped out. This is yes. everything. And that is everything. Insane. It was insane. And it was so cool to see. Of course, the whole time my brain is like, how much did this cost? <laughs> that's like, nobody even works in there. It's just, it's a landmark, landmark building. And so I Google it later because I noticed there was like uh, people on rooftops with long yeah. ass cameras all over the city. Like, and I'm saying you could have gone all the way downtown to Chinatown and still seen this because it's just so enormous. And so I Google it later and it turns out in, in, countries all over the world they had it in new york and then i think they did something similar in la uh not as monumental but then in cities like fucking hong kong and and paris and all over these monumental um landmarks and projected a rift opening and fucking demobats and demogorgons come out all at the same wow. time and the rift, quote unquote, rift stayed open until Stranger Things four dropped on Netflix. And yeah. there's a compilation that you can see on YouTube of all the rifts across the world opening at the same time. It was really fantastic. I was really glad to be there in person to see it on the Empire State Building. But just the coordination of this, this must have been just like a year round thing to figure I, out how to to pull something like this off was really yeah. like very impressive very impressive yeah. and of course still i'm thinking about money like holy shit yeah. <laughs> so many millions and billions like, how many billions for real like if rihanna had like put the money there she would have invited me up to nothing like, i mean <laughs> end of story <laughs> she could have she could have done this instead what she could have done something amazing imagine just like rihanna's face projected on like <laughs> right yeah the eiffel tower Listen. i think she deserves that she did she did <laughs> <laughs> wild wild just wild just just wild the the grip that this show has on the world like ego yeah. should be kissing their feet and i know that they are it's what keeps netflix afloat we don't talk about it but it's what keeps netflix afloat because netflix does not advertise the things that like we all would watch so we find it on accident way after the fact mm. but we all fucking show up for stranger things like how many times did Netflix go down during both of these drops this year? Because that last oh. episode came out like a month or two later. Both times, Netflix was like, we sorry, y'all. We sorry. We did not know. We did not know. <laughs> 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 like, they raised their prices because they were like, Stranger Things coming back. You ain't going nowhere. <laughs> and it was like, you're right. But damn, like, those two dollars a month is going to hurt. What? <laughs> mm. Mm. I'll be real. Until this moment, I didn't even realize Stranger Things made that type of money. I mean, I knew they made bread, but like you said, just Korea. You said Hong Kong. I'm gonna look it up. I'll, the I'll Empire State up. Building, L.A. Like even just doing one of those locations, like that's wow. I mean, it sounds awesome though. Yeah, it's it's event television that we we don't get often anymore. 
Like it's one of those shows that like has like the pool of like a pop star. Like this is like Britney Spears in her prime. It's like Michael Jackson. Like this is the thing that gets the people screaming and going and we all is watching whether or not we want to, whether or not we got thoughts about it. We were along for the ride. And so everybody named mama, like literally my mother, <laughs> when I had to visit her because of the family thing, um, she was like, I want to stranger things. I'm in the hospital. I'm like, you need to catch up, bitch. <laughs> so I got spoilers. Like, <laughs> We got to talk. Right? So wrap this up. Like, <laughs> um, and I, I, we, we don't get those kind of events anymore, especially, it's especially needed in a pandemic where all of us are feeling kind of alone and isolated. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, we still have this one thing that we can all show up and agree on and then go back to fighting right after it's over until it comes back around. <laughs> what? Yeah, I mean, if it's one story that deserves it, it's definitely this because it is trying. It is like this most recent season was very good, like to a point where I forgot how much I disliked season three. That's how that's how good it was. I'm not gonna lie, because I'm me, I rolled in salty because season three was bad, and also I looked at these runtimes like, what are these mini movies for? You need to fucking do this quicker. Why is you so wow. extra? Um, and then I was like, oh man, it's fucking good. What? <laughs> <laughs> Here's the list of all the cities. So there's 15 of them. Um, New York City, Australia, Milan, Colombia, um, Mumbai, Malaysia, Saudi Arabia, Germany, Los mm. Angeles, um, uh, Poland, Stockholm, um madrid um london and tokyo all on landmarks like landmarks historical landmarks the international pool is real like have you seen the press tour um from brazil with joe and jamie no pull up on any of those videos all those videos are a good time but like the brazil like press was like We've already watched it. We already love it. We're mad you did. Why'd you kill him? And I was like, damn, bitch, get it. <laughs> Brazil coming for blood. Right. <laughs> Come to Brazil. Right? It was That's like horrible a- for our interview, too, because what if the people watching didn't get the spoiler one? And they're like, what? Who? Oh, did? no. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a fucking Stranger Thing party for just the two new people <laughs> in Brazil. <laughs> I've seen all the videos. I can give you the hierarchy of which ones are funnier, <laughs> which ones are more sincere. <laughs> okay, so you know what we don't have an answer for? If, yes. What the fuck did that post from Meg the Stallion mean? What did it mean? We still don't have an answer. We know she's a fan. We know she likes horror. We know she's acting now. So I'm wondering if. She's filmed a clip that's going to somehow be involved in the next season or if she was doing a screen test because she's going to be in the next season. I don't know, but I, I need it. I need answers. All we know is that Meg the Stallion posted a picture on her Instagram of her holding what looks like either like note cards or maybe a script that says Stranger Things on the back. And then there's also a picture of her sitting in a like a director's chair that says Netflix on the back in Ooh. the same post. So no no explanation. No nothing. That's literally all we got. I wanted to be part of season five, but also again their marketing is wild. So it could be anything. Yeah. It could be anything. So I was kind of thinking because Stranger Things isn't really the show to just like throw in a celebrity um 
I mean, they throw in like iconic actors that have, you know, like there was um, Bob's character, even though he was like a character character. Oh yeah. But then there was Robert Eglin, which just made sense, but it was a cameo. Um, he, he instigated that, I found out in interviews. Did he really? Yeah, because they wrote no. it and then they got a video from Robert England and he was doing it and they're like, is he auditioning for us? Um, and they were like, we can't turn him down. Fucking look at him. No way. Oh, that makes me like really happy, honestly. Because they were like, there's no world in which we thought Robert England would ever talk to us. And so we, we were not looking for him. Because, But of course, mm -hmm. he's perfect for the role. So we got that take. We kind of like died a little bit. And we like made sure the comments were signed immediately. <laughs> I'm going to go back to my point. But I just want to say the casting for, fuck, what was his character's name again? Oh, fuck me. Come on, guys. Uh, Creole, Creole, Creole. Vic, oh, um, Victor Creole? Victor Creole. Victor, yes. Victor Creole. The casting for the young Victor Creel was so good. It looked yeah. like just like him or just like what I would expect a young him to look like yeah. without yeah. all the shit. It was good. It was good. If Jamie don't do Freddy, that I need to do Freddy. Yeah. 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 I would I would, I would be okay with, with it. Yeah. That too. Mm -hmm. The only thing with Jamie though is that I need to see what his humor is like. Oh, he's you got it. Those he interviews, does. those interviews, he's, I am a stan account now. I, I walked in and just be like, oh, this is them what they make up and shit. And then I was like, oh, these are my two new husbands. Okay, that's fine. Oh, like, <laughs> it was a turnaround. I was like, what even just happened? Like, <laughs> uh, but like, Jamie's got like a very fun sense of humor, which I think is part of the reason why the social media for Jamie is wild. Like oh, I haven't. I've never even visited over there. Maybe I should listen. Uh, I listen the Instagram and the Twitter, um, because like they've been doing this since they were a kid, and so like it's it's wild, and that people are still there, and they're like all your bands, all your songs, all your movies, um, the tattoos he got. They know which ones are where, and I'm like, this is getting personal, but also right. <laughs> like. Personal for real. Anyway, yeah. my back to my point. I don't think Stranger Things would throw in a celebrity for face value. Yeah. Robert Eglin makes all the sense. Um, but you know, I don't have to explain that to you guys. But I don't I, I just don't think that they would. Um, I like She-Hulk did, even though we love to see it. It it, it worked, but also like this is the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> so like how, but you know. If, considering their marketing is so fucking insane and they're willing to do all these amazing, cool, wonky things. Maybe Meg could, I don't know, upside down takeover or something. I don't know. I could see her being like a random newscaster just for all of us to scream about. <laughs> oh. You know what I was hoping for? Do any of y'all watch Big Mouth? Yeah. I, I haven't okay. it yet. Okay, so you know how they did a really great job with, um, I can't think of her name, but the the girl who talks like this? Like, you remember how um, they showed... Thank you. Thank you. They did a great job with Missy's character in the season before last where you actually see her family. And so it actually organically adds more blackness into uh -huh. the storyline. I think they should do... Since we love Erica and we love Lucas's character, maybe seeing a little bit more of their life would organically do that for Stranger Things and Megan can be in their family. Mm, that would be help. really nice. Oh, Yes. Yes. The time jump. Awesome. What if the time jump? She's future Erica. <gasps> Shut up. 
Shut I would be up. okay with that. I would be okay with that. I would be okay with that. Listen. That would be like that would that would be girl. I think eighty percent of the justice that Erica's character deserves right now. Anything like that, like tie it to them because those characters get underutilized. Like, and yeah. everyone's been saying it. So don't use her in a commercial. Like, Meg can do it. She can do it. Like, I need this. She's Give a scream queen. She is. Oh yeah. She yeah. can do it. She's the real deal. <gasps> We're gonna like end up just disappointing ourselves. Yeah. Some shit. She's gonna be like, I gotta. Oh. Right. Never mind. Let me not. Let me stop. It's gonna be a commercial for Netflix. It's like Stranger Things is back, y'all, and we're gonna be like, thank you, but also we could have had it all. Um, <laughs> while, we're, while we're here, though, I do want to say um, Priya Ferguson has a movie on Netflix. It's a children's Halloween horror movie um, with a Wayne's brother. I forgot which one. Wow. She said a um, Wayne's brother. Yeah, one of the younger ones. Oh, <laughs> maybe it's Marlon. Maybe with the Wayans. Let me let me check out the right Wayans. Hold, I'm gonna just put in Marlon Wayans. It, it's probably the other one because I said Marlon too times um no it is marlon go me and my memory because my memory with is one projection of the collective consciousness that is wayans <laughs> i'm like this one to the front um but like her and marlon wayans have a cute little halloween children's movie called um the curse of bridge hollow or something like that that keeps coming up on my suggestions i didn't now i'll actually give it at the time of day I only watched it because of her and Marlon Wayans, but also um, Kelly Rowland plays the mom slash wife. Really? Yeah. I watched it. It's cute. I don't like PG-13 horror, but I watched it because, like, Priya deserves. Um, She came in season two and was like, this is my show now, bitches. And also, the few interviews she gets, the people where I was like, your character's so sassy. Your character's so sassy. And I want to choke them. I love that. Yeah. (laughs) motivated. Listen, I watched an interview because she flew to Texas because she was going to like throw some ball at some game. I don't do sports. Um, but like the interview nice. that she did beforehand, these two white people were like, you kicked her so sassy. You know, how do you channel all that sassiness of Erica? The sassy. I'm like, you said sassy three times in a five minute interview. Just be like, I've never spoke to a black person before and leave her alone. Just say that. <laughs> say that. I was like, where are her people? Where is her manager? Where is her parent? Can I be hired to be the rage coach? Because I will get it set off. <laughs> <laughs> That damn sassy shit. Uh, it sends me every time because she doesn't get that many interviews. And when she does, sassy. And I'm like, can we not have a new word? I feel like sassy is the new urban. Mm-hmm. It is, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think people really use urban anymore, but people use sassy. No, they do. But they, they do. They urban do. still pops up. Like it popped up recently in something else. I wish I could remember what it was because I was like, mm-hmm. all right, we're going to leave that alone. Right? Every time I see it, my eyebrow goes up. Oh, <laughs> I'm just like, you really just used Urban in the year 2022 of our Lord Tierra Whack for whomst. <laughs> I love Tierra Whack. <laughs> Same! She deserves Same. an episode of Blurdy Massacre. She deserves. Yeah, That would be the best episode. Like, and we could we can bring up a lot of girls in that. Miss Rico Nasty. Mm-hmm. We can bring up a lot of the old girls. <gasps> like Kaylee um, 47? I, I mean, we should start winding this one down because she's been a long episode, actually. Okay, okay well, all right. <laughs> there's there's two prompts that I want to finish this episode with. Okay. The first is, what song would save you from Vecna? Quick. This song I'm looking up, so this is actually perfect. And it's Hemlock Springs' uh, Girlfriend. Um, that would save me from Vecna. Or Bad Romance, but I mean... Oh, yeah, yeah. that's fair. That's good. Um, I I think it'd be Thought Shit, because whenever Thought Shit comes on, I have to stand up. Um, my knees aren't about it, but I'm standing up anyways. What? 
Um, what song would save me from Vecna? I think it might be like, it might be like, Are You Somebody by Aaliyah. <laughs> but Aaliyah also, Ooh. if Aaliyah comes out, we all waking up. Like, it's like, oh no. Like, even oh, Vecna is like, it's a fucking mood. I can't. <laughs> I actually think it might be Try Again by Aaliyah. That's changed my mind. Try again. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> that, can you imagine me? Floating. That's all the mm. best way. Oh my God. Those are the That'll bangers. Right? That'll do right. it. Ooh, Brady Monica. Oh. oh. Yes. Yeah, the boy is mine. Yeah. yeah. No. The boy is like, mine. The boy is mine. The boy is mine. Mm-hmm. Like, that song fucking bangs. Right. Forgot about that one. Like, that was an era. R&B was doing the damn things back then. And now, don't do that. Don't do that. Y'all know I miss SZA. Y'all know I miss SZA. Don't do it, okay? We can keep SZA. We can keep SZA, but like, we're going to do me lately. (laughs) It's a couple more. Just stay with me. I'm Mm. going to bless you. Just not now, because it'll take me 15 minutes. And you're right. This episode has gotten... Right. I don't even... I don't. Did we even stay on topic? Did we even talk about... We like, did. Yeah. We, we stayed did. on topic. Okay. All right. All right. We did stay on topic this time for once. So y'all ready for me to take it to the bridge? Y'all ready take for that? Take it to the bridge. Go yeah, ahead. let's take it to what? the bridge. Well, everyone, this has been Stranger Things Dem. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Blurdy Massacre. And let us know what song would save you from the Vecnussy. We actually do want to know. And please rate and review on Apple and Spotify. Five stars because we deserve, right? And let us know some suggestions in your ratings. And we actually may report on it. Might. I don't know. <laughs> also, do you want to get saved from the vacancy? <laughs> Maybe not. Listen. My I'm gold like, star ass wants to be saved from it. I want to sleep on purpose. Let me I risk. Let I me knew you were going to whip it out. <laughs> right? <laughs> now, Vecna be like, I'm afraid. <laughs> All right, y'all. Until next time. Bye.